been a minute, hasn't it? You know, life sometimes gets in the way. But greetings, greetings. I just left a movie theater in Central Florida, in Orlando specifically. Just got done watching Indiana Jones, a very, very messy film that nonetheless kind of sticks to landing, makes up for what happened with Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, but it really needed some Steven Spielberg and it really needed a tighter script. But I'm here to talk about movies. I'm here to discuss what's been the surprise, surprise box office hit of the summer, which is The Sound of Freedom. Uh, which, of course, is starring Jim Caviezel, however you pronounce his last name, you know, f- formerly known as Jesus Christ and Passion of the Christ, formerly known as the guy that's, you know, a, a great supporter of the QAnon conspiracy theories. And so the movie is about to cross $100 million because of its strong, strong support from the churches, its strong, strong support from the QAnon, from the conservative groups that discuss, you know, child trafficking. They feel like this is the one big, you know, issue that is not confronted enough by the current administration, which is weird because it wasn't really confronted much by the previous administration, but that wasn't criticized, but, ah, you know, you know, you know. But QAnon believes that, you know, there's, there's this giant conspiracy involves a Democratic Party, there's some blood drinking, selling of children's parts, and yada, 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 and you can connect that to the fact that the Democratic Party is the one that does support abortion. It's a lot of crazy stuff, and it's fascinating that these people still exist when time and time and time and time again, all their claims have been debunked, all their conspiracies have been debunked, and every single time they think that some guy is going to come back, is going to emerge as the central figure, the person doesn't show up. They'll A big group will show up at this location thinking someone's going to arrive and verify their claims, but it just hasn't happened. But either way, the media... I get to defend the stupid movie because the media has done a terrible, terrible job covering this box office hit because they have claimed that the film is full of conspiracy theories. And the way that the news are framing the contents of the movie, it's as if it is kind of like a documentary that's discussing the Democratic Party, that's discussing like the Hillary Clinton or Biden or whatever, when it's none of that. Now, I'm not going to watch this film. I'm not going to support this film. But it is a straightforward action thriller that's based off of events that may or may not have happened. But either way, it is a... You know, it is a very, very simple action thriller about saving children from Central slash South South America. That's it. That's it. There is the underlying messages of Christianity about how, you know, God's children deserve to be saved and deserve a proper chance and, you know, of course, deserve not to be trafficked. But the film itself isn't a QAnon film. The movie itself is a, it's just a thriller. It's a PG-13 thriller. The people that are supporting it are part, are mostly part of the QAnon. 
the lead actor is part of that dumb QAnon thing. And as a matter of fact, the studio, I won't even say that they are part of the whole QAnon thing. Because technically, this was a 20th century Fox film that was going to be distributed before Disney bought it, and then Disney dropped the movie. And Angel Studios, I don't know who was in charge of marketing, was super clever because they decided to try to appeal to the very people that Jim Caviezel have surrounded himself with, which is a small faction of America, but a very loud and powerful faction of America because of its connections to Christianity, American Christianity, and the churches throughout the Midwest. And that is why the movie's doing well. It was cleverly marketed to the right people. It had the release date of July 4th. It had the, you know, it had a trailer that was very straightforward. It told you what it was going to be about. You know what it's going to be about. And and these people watching it, they kind of know. They're going to be inspired by the film. They know it's going to have that happy ending. They know. There's none of the complexities of your modern blockbusters. You know, I have to have like a map and a in a study guide when watching the MCU because of all the damn storylines happening there. But this movie, beginning, middle, end. I know what it's about. Human trafficking is bad. That's it. But my criticism of this whole thing is not only that the, you know, the news media, American news media, has not properly really covered this well, but it gets really complicated because it was the number two film in this past weekend, and the number one film was Mission Impossible, which is led by Tom Cruise, a wonderful actor, a spectacular stunt performer, but also happens to be in a very questionable religion. So, of course, if I'm a conservative, if I'm someone, you know, a God-fearing Christian, why, you know, my vision would be, Why does nobody ever question or approach Tom Cruise's Scientology, which, by the way, has some very questionable and some very, very dark moments? Why does nobody discuss that part? But we're going to be discussing the QAnon part. They are not even at all. QAnon is a cult. It's a wild-ass conspiracy theory. But that doesn't absolve the Church of Scientology from some of their behavior, some of their mischief. As you know, one of the more prominent figures in the Church of Scientology, the Danny Matheson uh, of that 70s show, was convicted of rape. And he was an absolute monster, and he was defended by said church. Why is that not getting more attention? That story just kind of came and went. But of course, the media kind of attacks this QAnon thing because as, you know, as you know, the QAnon thing is this tirade basically against the Democratic Party. And of course, the news media nowadays, even though there are factions that are more conservative, For the most part, especially like your New York Times or Washington Post, it leans a little more on the center left, not the far left, because poor Bernie Sanders can never catch a break. But they're more, 
these the news media is catered a little bit more towards your Biden fans, your Clinton fans, your your Obama fans, which are people that are not extreme on the left, but just a little slightly left, just enough, just enough to let you know that they're, you know, a little liberal. But it fascinates me. I think I think that is part of the the anger towards Hollywood because it just feels like certain actors, certain producers can get away with so much crap and yet you have some of these more religious stars constantly being ridiculed, constantly being criticized, as they should for the most part. There are some conservatives in Hollywood that doesn't get all that negative press because primarily they don't open their mouths and say stupid shit. Adam Sandler, your Kevin James, these people... If you look at the way that they kind of handle themselves, the way they discuss things, their content, the material, it they are slightly a little bit more on the conservative side, but you're not going to see them getting in trouble. You're not going to see them getting shunned off of roles because they don't open their mouths and say stupid shit. Jim Caviezel says stupid shit. Period. Scott Bio says stupid shit. That's why he doesn't get jobs. Not because he's a Republican. And it's just weird because the most popular Republican in the last 45 years is Ronald Reagan, which, by the way, is from Hollywood. And the governor of California once upon a time was Arnold Schwarzenegger, who is also a Republican. I didn't see their careers fall apart, guys. Just saying. But The Sound of Freedom has been... It's a controversial movie because it's been covered awkwardly. And it has been inundated with storylines that aren't necessarily true. The sources of the move of the funding of the movie is probably questionable. The lead actor, definitely questionable. But the movie itself, it's a, it's a thriller. It's just a straightforward thriller. It's not a documentary. It's not it's not a Michael Moore film. It's not it's not one of those doc, those stupid documentaries by the Dinesh, whatever his last name is. That guy who's so desperate, so desperate of being, of wanting to be a white man with blue eyes. It's just never going to happen, Dinesh. I'm sorry. But it's been poorly covered, this box office surprise. And it kind of proves the point of some of the conservatives that feel like they're being, you know, ridiculed constantly by the media. Like... It sucks when it just looks like they have a point. They don't have a point. But the optics of this whole situation with The Sound of Freedom, it kind of... The optics are not good. The optics are definitely not good. My point of this little tirade is if we're going to cover the controversies of actors and producers, we gotta be fair about it. And I don't think it's fair that Tom Cruise just gets so many passes because he's a charming person and because he produces so many amazing movies. It's kind of not fair. And then Chim Caviezel opens his mouth and says dumb things and he gets criticized. But yeah, Church of Scientology has definitely not gotten that negative spot that, of course, modern day conservatism is getting. That being said, the Church of Scientology has none of the political power that the conservatives and the far rights have been gaining in the past 25 years because of a broken political system. So that's part of the reason why they are larger targets. 
But I think we should be fair, and I think we've got to do stronger research when discussing these things, because otherwise you're just adding fuel to the fire. These people are watching that Sound of Freedom movie out of spite, all right? Like, I'm never going to round up my family and be like, hey, do you want to watch the child trafficking film? But churches are buying these tickets in droves basically out of spite. Basically to shove it, you know, to shove it towards liberal media and liberal Hollywood. They're trying so hard to gain that number one spot in the box office. So we'll never hear the end of it if that happens, by the way. I don't think it will because Barbie and Oppenheimer are going to, you know, throttle the, throttle that film. But they're trying so hard to make it push towards a certain amount of money. They're trying extremely hard at the very least, to make more money than Disney's Elemental. Let's put it that way. They want to defeat Disney so bad. So, so bad. And Elemental had a very poor start, but it's it's gained a lot of box office power as the weeks have moved on, because I guess good word of mouth, and also because it doesn't have much competition in terms of the family-friendly films. It's gotten pretty strong legs, similar to what happened to Puss in Boots. But either way... This fan base, they're treating Sound of Freedom like the MCU, man. They really want it to succeed and they really want to boast about those numbers. And a part of it is because they feel that they're being criticized all the time because of their belief in God. And these people are missing the point. But that's another subject for another day. But it never helps, you know, it it helps their case when we don't properly cover the news and we don't evenly criticize actors and producers and we don't you know we don't criticize the people in Hollywood the people making the product if they're entertaining enough on interviews that's all I'm saying Tom Cruise does deserve a few more questions about the church that he attends The Church of Scientology has purchased so much land in Clearwater that it is nearly impossible to buy more land over there. They have made it very difficult uh, in the housing market in Tampa Bay for that reason. And that doesn't get covered anywhere near as much as, you know, the mega churches and the mega pastors and stuff like that. So yes, Christianity in the United States deserves a lot of criticism, But so does the Church of Scientology. So does other religions, which I will not. Not dwelling. Let let me stay focused. I'm not going to discuss Israel right now. I'm going to stay focused. But um, I'm not watching Sound of Freedom. I'm not here to criticize its success. It is what it is. The church-going public is watching the movie in droves, and it it is what it is. I'm not going to let that damage or, you know, ruin my week. Eventually, there's going to be more strong movies coming out, and eventually that movie's going to leave, leave theaters, and it's going to be a footnote in box office history. Nothing more, nothing less. My Big Fat Greek Wedding, about 20 years ago shockingly made like 235 million dollars it is what it is once in a while a movie is just gonna make a ton of money out of nowhere and then disappear but we can't keep 
we gotta be even on these things. That's all I'm saying. That's it. That's all I'm saying. Tom Cruise deserves questions. Just as much as Jim Caviezel whenever he opens his stupid mouth and says stupid shit about Funa. That's it. That's all I'm saying. Hope you're having a great week. And I will talk to you guys later. Watch Indiana Jones. Harrison Ford deserves, you know, a good box office haul on his final hurrah as Indiana Jones. Because it definitely is his last time as Indiana Jones. No spoilers. But take care. Bye.